Welcome to the Shooting Blanks Wrestling Report. I am the big guy Ryback, joined by Raj Geary, WrestlingInc.com. Happy Friday, Raj. Happy Friday, man. How are you? Doing very well. Just work, work, work as always. And uh, I was telling you, I got the hot tub fixed, so I'm looking forward to finally getting back and going out in the cold and going, jumping, jumping into the pool and then uh, going into the hot tub for about 45 minutes. So nice. my nice. afternoon is set. That sounds good. I need to do that. I've been doing the site migration to this new system and it's, it's been a hectic week and a half. I've been probably getting like uh yeah, two to three hours of sleep a night, but now, really? it's getting, now it's starting to get to a calm spot. So, yeah. What's it like Raj running a, a wrestling website? Is it uh, just all out chaos morning to night? It can be, <laughs> it can be because <laughs> you're dealing with writers, writers quitting, adding new staff, uh, managing them, you know, writing yourself, doing podcasts, uh, and then keeping up the website itself, which, you know, you have technical issues. All of a sudden, some ad is showing up to someone in Pittsburgh and not anywhere else. And it it's taking up the whole screen. And they can't close it. So it's, man, it's a lot of stuff. But it's I fun. can't even imagine. Yeah. <laughs> like the supplements, there's always something. If I went to the website, I'll find airs or right. things. I go, how did this get there? And then stuff just magically like pops up on like, it's, which right. takes time with all of that. With I can't imagine it, it's you're a business owner, so it is. Right. Uh, it could be sometimes really relaxing, and other times really stressful. Right. Yeah. When it's good, it's good. When it's uh, when it's crazy, it's it's hectic as hell. Like sometimes YouTube will change a setting, and all of a sudden, all the videos are broken. It can be nice. They shut but... my ads off for two months. That we didn't couldn't figure. They had we had monetization on on my videos, and they all got uh, demonetized. And yeah. they, they made a switch and it shut them all off. And I couldn't figure out why it took me forever to getting a hold of them and then figure had to go turn everything on back dating two months. It was a pain. But yeah. I mean, they send thing. you the most vague responses when you ask what's yeah. wrong. And you're like, no, that doesn't, that doesn't apply to me. Like you got to make sure you're not po posting any, you know, adult content. Like we don't post adult content. That's, you know, yeah, it's, it can be a, it could just be a pain in the ass. No, no. Being a, a content creator, having a business, all that it is, uh, there's definitely good days and bad days. So, yeah. And speaking of content creating, man, WWE, they might be the least popular they've been mainstream wise since I've been a kid, uh, since I started watching in the mid eighties, but they are making more money than ever. And it, it continues to grow. They are, they announced this week, a partnership with NBC Universal's Peacock streaming service. So basically yeah. the network for people in the U S is moving to Peacock. Uh, all their content will be moving effective Thursday, March 18th. The wall street journal reported that, this deal is for five years worth more than $1 billion. So over 200,000 a year uh, for the network, just for the U S. So they're still going to be making international subscriptions and, and the money off of those. Obviously it's not going to be as much of a priority because the bulk of the users are the U S but it's still about 400,000 users uh, internationally. So uh, yeah, I, I mean, before this deal, they were probably making about 130 million, uh, with us customers and now over 200 million and they don't have to deal with the you know the extra load and and having to deal with the bandwidth and stuff for for events or as much as they used to i i saw this and it, it it's really interesting to me because i saw too they're going to in the united states if i'm not if i'm not mistaken people that have the wwe network in the united states will now have to 
subscribed to Peacock, correct? To now to watch WWE, the the network that's going to be on there? Or is it just going to be the pay-per-views? No, it's a whole network. So it's everything. All the content, uh, all the shows, 205 Live that airs live, it'll be airing the same time. Uh, so yeah, everything that the network, as you know, it now is moving, but it's not going to, you know, obviously it's going to be in Peacock's look and feel. They'll probably have a WWE section. They have their own little quirks like live sports. I don't think you can pause and rewind what like you can on the network. Um, so there are going to be little things like that, but for fans, you could get it for four ninety nine now as opposed to nine ninety nine. It, it'll just have ads or you could get the nine ninety nine version with no ads. And you're getting all of Peacock's. Right. content on there as well so you're actually getting a lot more about the same amount of money correct yeah absolutely you get you get the new punky brewster reboot oh wow <laughs> <laughs> sign me up raj right. the, uh, <laughs> yeah. um so did i see correctly too that for people that don't um subscribe to peacock they could still order the wwe pay-per-view uh, uh pay-per-views on pay-per-view the network right, whatever yeah. the so has, has so, that been in place the whole time still with the network? Yes. Yeah. So actually they still have, I mean, it's about 10% of the people that watch these events are still watching on pay-per-view. So they're spending 70 bucks or whatever, uh, rather than the 10 bucks. And now a lot of these people I think are probably not tech savvy or don't, yeah. you know, you know, my dad uh, trying to get him to learn how to use an Apple TV. It's just not worth it. Um, and, and a lot of people, you know, live in areas with where they can't get fast, you know, fast internet. So uh, they stick to ordering pay per view. That's not it's not much, but there's yeah. still some. I was always I, I never um, I was always curious on that because of, of WWE not figuring that into pay per view paydays or to, to the to the whatever you want to call them now network specials or whatever the their pay per view is still in my head. The that. Because I remember when we were there and, and pay went down for quite some time, like bad on, on pay-per-views. And they said it's because they're just averaging now from the past because they have nothing to gauge it on and stuff. But if they were still getting a certain amount of pay-per-view buys, it was just there was there was a rough stretch there where they, it was much lower from from everything I was told. But and, yeah. And, and, and the network started a couple of years before you left, right? Yeah, I was there. It was, I mean, that started, I think, right after WrestleMania 30 was when it started. So that was, uh, was it WrestleMania 30 it started? Uh, Yeah, yeah. And you were there till, I think, 32, right? Yeah. So it was, because I I thought it was, I don't know why I was thinking. It wasn't after 29, it was 30. So they started advertising it after 29. It was supposed to launch, and then it got delayed. All right. Yeah, because everything up to that that point was 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 very good. I know too that I'm as far as this deal. It, it's they have found ways though to make money like this, you know. And that's like the talent. You have to ask yourself that from a from a talent standpoint, they don't see this right as far as any how this is figured into that to their to their contracts and things of that nature. Right. Yeah. All that's not known because. Yeah. It, it, it's a bump up, but it's, I mean, it's, it's a significant bump up, but like you the were saying, the bottom line is increasing for them. Yeah, that's what they're, right. that's what we've talked about before. They found like, and this is Vince's is great at finding ways to monetize the brand through the wrestlers without the wrestlers. Actually, that sometimes doesn't, if not all the time, doesn't get figured in from a grand scheme of things. But it seems to me that this would be, this seems like a great business deal. I don't. I don't know 
value wise, if it during if it would have been higher, if things were with COVID and things weren't going on right now. I don't know that, but if they're they're finding ways to increase their revenue still with everything going on, where you hear the rich get richer, he's he, he's always been great at that. So, right, it's, uh, yeah, it should be more too with the network. I mean, they're gonna you, you peacock and, and it could. It's essentially free advertising for them being on that net on that too. I would imagine being part of that, that people that are on there that maybe wouldn't find the WWE network on its own are now exposed to it. Correct. Right. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, so, I mean, you, you kind of, I mean, you have a much wider audience with Fox where it's, it's easier to find WWE on Fox and that hasn't really led to an increase in popularity. Although SmackDown's doing, you know, way better than raw. Yeah. Um, so whether it'll actually create new fans, that remains to be seen. But um, I mean, time and time again, we've seen that ultimately it's the product. And until that, yeah. that changes, we're, we're not going to see it. The potentials there, though, is what I'm saying. Like, from that, it's not a bad idea like being on there. If they can deliver and, and get generate interest in the product and their product, then I could see it, it paying off. The Fox thing is definitely giving SmackDown a bump. So it, it probably it's not the bump that I think we everyone wanted, but it, it's a bump nonetheless. So. Right. Yeah. Um, it, it is definitely, I mean, it's still, it, it's still about where raw was a year ago, but yeah, it's still better than what raw is doing now for sure. Yeah. Um, in other news, Shaq is going to step back in the ring. Uh, it was announced. Shaq yeah. Shaq attack on dynamite this past week. Uh, it was announced that Cody Rhodes and, uh, gosh, I was about to say Velvet Sky. Red Velvet will yes. face Shaq and Jade Cargill. Now, um, Jade Cargill still hasn't wrestled a match, neither is Shaq. So that's they're going to have their work cut out for them uh, on that one. I'm I'm intrigued by this matchup. I want to see how they how they how they put this together and what story uh, is told. Shaq, and you know when he did the thing with WWE. With a uh, big show in, in San Damian Sandow was involved. I know he, uh, man, he he's a larger than life figure in character, and uh, he could he could he could he could speak. He can cut promos, and uh, I want to see. You know, he's not he's not in his prime playing anymore, but he's the, that guy. Shaq can. There's value in what they're doing with this is getting eyes on the AEW product and, and Cody is uh, more than smart enough to know how to tell a really, really great story with all of this. Right. Uh, what about uh, the fact that it's two two people with no real wrestling experience in a match? Actually, yeah, I mean, even uh, Red Velvet hasn't had much experience on Dynamite. She's worked a lot on Dark. That's why it's interesting. It's why it's uh, you tune in to see like you. I want to see how they're gonna how they're gonna pull this off and what the story they're gonna tell, you know. And a guy that big and, and Cody's Cody's no small guy either. But like Shaq is enormous, right. and it, 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 there's uh, I I'm confident that they're gonna when people have an arm there and Dean and, and the different producers and Jerry Lynn, they're gonna be able to uh, they'll map this out. And it's going to be entertaining. They're not going to. I don't see Cody putting himself in a position of, of you know what I'm saying, where it's going to be. I think they they they're going to do. It's going to be a top priority to make this thing come off as well as possible. But it is. Yeah, I mean, it is. There's a lot of questions going. In. I want. I want to see how they do it. I, I'm intrigued by it. 
So I think when you get a guy of that caliber, though, like you said, and bringing these people in, it's just like it, I look at it as a just a numbers thing is, is you're going to get some new, fresh eyeballs on the product. You hope to keep some of them after. Mm-hmm. And, and that's all that you could do. And like we talked about with a wrestling show, you don't want everything to be 20 to 30 minute going for five star matches every single match. You got to have right. diversity on your show. You need the people that 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 and you're going to put that stuff on the show that's going to appeal maybe to the to the hardcore internet fans that want to see, right? And then you also need your stuff that's going to appeal to the to the to the to the masses or that that used to be the masses, the the general public and in you need people that appeal to just kids. You need people that maybe appeal more to the adults. You need you get characters like Darby Allen that 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 appeal to a certain population out there, and, and if not more, like you gotta, you just want a, a mix, and that's all wrestling. Which WCW, when it was its most popular, did a great job at. I thought of having a little something for everyone, and I always in the show never got and at a point. Eventually, ran its course, especially going to three hours, but. With two hours, if you put a wrestling show together and have a little bit of everything, I mean, you can really keep people's interest if you do it right for that for that whole time. Three is a lot harder, which is WWE's big uphill battle. It's just three hours right. is a tough thing to keep people. And WCW had that same problem. I just think in, in today's day and age with attention span, it's even harder. But, yeah, man, I, I'm intrigued by it. I want to see the Shack attack. Yeah, it'll be interesting for sure. And also on that card, Sting and Darby Allen will be facing Brian Cage and uh, Ricky Starks. So uh, some some big names they're they're putting on that that show. Yeah, and I, I'm uh, I'm a big fan of uh, Ricky Starks right now and everything he's doing, and uh, I, he's really really embraced his role with the company. And that was a guy that came in, and I think he wrestled he wrestled Cody his first thing, time right with the TNT Championship. Yes, I think. So. Yeah, yeah. That's if right. I'm not mistaken, and right. to kind of take that opportunity, much like Eddie Kingston too, and look where they're at now. That was essentially probably more of a tryout position more than anything to see, you know, and to be where he's at now. And he's figured in. He's working. I mean, he's he's one of the mainstays every week on that show, and that I think the Team Taz deal, I think is one of the one of the better things going on on in pro wrestling right now as far as where it started and where it's at now. And, and I like that AEW has like the managers, and it just has it more of an old school feel to me, uh, and which I, I just I think was missing for a bit overall in pro wrestling. So, yeah, yeah big matchup for sure. And Darby, man, he's look at him now. It, it's they're they're stars on the rise, and every week it's getting a little better, a little better. So I'm happy for them. Right. Um, the Undertaker was kind of involved in a controversy this week. Uh, I'm not sure if you saw this, but um, he was on the Joe Rogan podcast, and yes. he basically said that today's wrestling is a little soft and the talent are a little soft. Yeah. Um, and here, let me bring up his exact comments. And uh, Well, first off, Goldberg. Um Goldberg also said kind of the same thing. He said, yes, I believe comparatively, comparatively, the business is soft, but the business is in 2021. So you have to change and things have to be different. He, uh, he asked the talent today to get a thicker skin. And, uh, when, when talking about criticism for him facing 
uh, Drew McIntyre this weekend. He said, when Legends came in, when I was in the business in the beginning, I was greatly appreciative of the eyes they brought to our product. And one day those young kids are going to be just like me. And I hope that karma comes back to bite them in the ass. That's all I can say. Because at 54 years old, I don't know one of them that could be doing what I do. And yeah, Undertaker, he said, uh, the product has changed so much and it's kind of off. I'll probably piss a lot of people off, but they need to hear it. It is what it is. Um, to the young guys who think he's an old, bigger, bitter guy, I'm not bitter. I did my time. I walked away when I wanted to walk away. I think the product is a little soft. There's guys here and there that have an edge to them, but they're too much pretty and not enough substance, I think, right now. Yeah, no, everyone's entitled to their opinion, and it's a tough, you know, and I'm on the, where, you know, I came up in, in being trained where I've seen things change. Um, and, and I was talking to, to Trent Beretta a little bit about this because Trent made a joke online about Taker belongs in jail as a joke. Trent's sarcastic and, to, and tweeting Dr. Tom Pritchard, who, by the way, is one, one of my favorite people in pro wrestling and one of the great wrestling minds and has helped teach a lot of today's top talent. And in, in with that old school psychology with a with with today's with the product evolving, um, people change and things change. The business has changed a bit from when I came in and I've talked to this about guys that are from our generation coming in and how we were taught and to some to to what goes on uh, in other companies. It's a tough thing to say, Raj. Like People I know, you know, with with old, with you call them old timers or whatever we call them, legends. Where they're, you know, I'm not a video game guy, really. And there's always the guys I'm not against them. My thing is, is guys like like no, there's some criticism sometimes with like all these guys are playing video games. It's like, well, one, it's none of my business what people do if what they want to do in their in their free time, and it, it, I don't think that's an unhealthy thing it, it, in the locker room necessarily compared to you know prior generations, it was just different, right? Their drugs were more rampant. I think alcohol use was maybe a little more rampant. I think it was things weren't broadcasted like they are now on social media. So you were allowed to maybe uh, be a, a certain way a little more, but that was times change. And I think we always like, I, I loved the whole interview with Undertaker on Joe Rogan because it's his story. All he could do is just tell his story, right? That's, and it'd be, we're great. You'd be grateful for it that we wrestling has progressed and evolved in a way though, where in, you know, with, with the, with the drug testing procedures and, and things where I think there has been improvement where in these guys too. And I know from when I came in in deep South, like we didn't even have a trainer when I first started. And that's like, I got my ear busted and my nose broke and never just kept going. And like, and I'm grateful now that, that guys don't have to do that because it caused me a lot of problems. And, and that's a small thing. Kind of and like those guys, had it much different, you know, where they had to, it was just a, a different, a different time in a different environment. But um, I don't know that like the whole, I think it's it, soft as a word, maybe is he talking about maybe with the spots and maybe not enough, the physical, the physicality of the product, which I, we talk about like, you know, how many guys do you see working guys over in the corner and really doing smaller things that more, more, a little more vicious and, uh, and like Rip Rogers is big on that. Like that's kind of maybe overall not a focus for a lot of guys, but for some guys it still is. And like I said, like all I can control is my match and what I want to go out there and do. And he's entitled to his opinion. I think he's, he's, I mean, the guy, he's done it all. 
you know, and then it's, it's just a different time. And too, with social media and like in the Goldberg stuff, you know, they didn't have to deal with, with social media as much at all during. So the, the only interaction you had with people was in real life, which I've told you, I've never met a bad fan in real life ever. And not because it, 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 it takes that whole, when you're in person, you know, whereas today there's a lot more that goes on in social media. There's lies out there. Don't just constant lies on things. And then people reacting to lies and the people reacting to the reactions off the lies. So there, it's just a different time, but I, I mean, they're, they're, everyone's entitled to their opinion and I'll, I'll let them hold on to that and deal with the, the people that have a problem with it. But I'm, uh, I've learned to just be grateful for everything and times change and, and yeah, I don't really know. Like it, it, it there's no, I've, I've worked a lot of the, the guys. I think today's talent is, uh, extremely talented in in the what they've in embracing pro wrestling in a different way where it's i do think it's it the the game has progressed rapidly i do think there needs to be attention on everything that got it to this point still with that but that comes with time too with people and things so i don't know i don't, I don't know what to say to that quite frankly on the because i'm not gonna i'm not gonna agree with them or disagree with them because i don't i just really I think maybe some guys are and some guys aren't. I think it's probably always been like that, though. So, so when, like, uh, your last WrestleMania was WrestleMania 32, right? Yeah. And so The Undertaker, the top two matches, Undertaker and Shane McMahon was one of them. Uh, the other one was Triple H and Roman Reigns. Obviously, two biggest matches, both with, you know, three of the four guys in those were part-timers. Or in yeah. Shane's case, he, he hadn't even been around. Backstage, what was kind of like the reaction for that? And were were people just like, "Hey, it's you know, it's getting more attention to the show," or uh, is there resentment? Uh, and, and especially to someone like Taker, who is uh, really, really, you know, has the miles on him. Um, so I don't think so. As far as Undertaker's concerned, and from everything I saw, I don't think anyone had a problem with him. The the guy. I think he's so well respected and just overall in the business of the time he's put in that he earned that more than, than anybody to, to, if he's going to do one, one day a year, you know, I do, I do think maybe people, when you look at like taking spots on that, sometimes when they bring in outsider celebrities and things, even like I've told you that there's a huge benefit to doing that. If you do it right, I think where the animosity can come in is, if you're on the road and you're on the road for years, killing yourself. And the problem is the pay structure of today is a lot of the guys are not getting paid nearly what they should be. Right. And then you got a guy that comes in and this isn't saying undertaker, but just random insert anyone else. And they're making more on that one shot than you you'll make your whole career. It's really, it could be really, you're just like, what is going on? And that's where it comes down. The, the animosity, I would say, comes more from the financial standpoint of of and more not even the spot even though people all want to be a part of it and be on it, i think that is i think again that could be an individual everyone has their opinion on that you know it's just it's not uh you you do you want you want your hard work to pay off and do you want to be featured and not everyone like i said is uh going to be around to to be able to have the opportunity to even uh, come in and, and do anything in their 40s and 50s because they don't have the name value possibly with the way the product has changed with with 
time too. Like include like Goldberg and stuff. I don't don't fault those guys. That's what I left and have created income outside of wrestling greater now, where hopefully I'll be able to, you know, do things in a little better and just enjoy it. Um, but it, it could be frustrating when you're there and you're not financially set and, and opportunities could be limited and and people are coming in from the outside and and getting key spots, like I said, making more money than you'll make probably your whole career. That can be of course, I think in, in, in individual talents will all have their own opinion on it. So, but it does serve a purpose too. You know, WrestleMania doing that. Like that's that's it is in a. It, you want a little bit of everything. Unfortunately, right. though, you know, I, you know, I do think moving WrestleMania to two days, I think that gives more opportunities for for the talent to be featured on that. And as long as it sells out, and they, they're you know, from a business standpoint, it it looks like it's going to be a, a smart move to keep it that way then it's like, then it gives the talent that, that works so hard more opportunities there to be featured. Whereas maybe in the years past, it, they, you're just in the battle royal or whatever on the pre-show or, or whatever. So it's it's yeah. not easy to take or nobody ever. As far as I, I don't, I, I never had a problem with it. You want that guy on, on you want him on every show he could be on. I mean, it, it's... I wish I could have wrestled like it was that guy is he's special, man. And to today's audience, Raj, and we've seen this and I talked about like on social media and Twitter could be the worst. They, it's like the same group of people just talking trash to everybody. And, and oftentimes I'll click, I'll see like Dr. Tom Pritchard will like quote tweet somebody and, and give a witty response or, or, you know, or have a good day, whatever. I don't know anything. And I, I'll click on the quote and see that the, the person's already been blocked by me. That they've already, done. they just kind of, it's, it's when you're in, once you're in the business, you see it, these, this group of people, they just kind of, they're not happy. They try to just distract themselves and talk trash to everybody. So, and that's oftentimes what we see on there when it, it maybe isn't the overall big picture of things, but yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It, it's takers taker. I don't, I don't see that. That just shows you people that, that group will turn on anybody. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of on that note, John Cena is reportedly going to be a part of this year's WrestleMania. Apparently he's a lock in, Uh, but WWE, according to the wrestling observer, they only have one match finalized right now for what's going to take place at WrestleMania. I know when I was younger, you could see the WrestleMania main event coming like six months away, you know, with Randy Savage Hogan, it was a year before, uh, now, I mean, we're, you know, months away and they still don't know the top matches. Yeah, I feel like that's been the common theme. It's been every year it gets a little bit more and more of uncertainty on this in, in direction wise. So um, I think Cena coming back, though, is, is obviously good. I'm curious to see, uh, you know, that's a lot of pressure coming back after you're gone like that into a high profile match. And John, the bar was set so high with his career. And you know, I was a big fan of what they did last year, though, with him and with with him and, and the fiend. I thought that was uh, it was. I thought that was one of the best things personally. And uh, you know, I'm sure John, John's very uh, in touch with with what he's going to be doing creative. So if he's going to be a part of this, I, I have a feeling, especially now with his position and being away, he'll it'll be like he'll be not like last year, but he'll be coming in for something a specific purpose and. I would be curious. I would like to see John work a, a long match again because yeah. he's been gone. It, it, it would be, it would be, it would be really cool to see that, to see how, if he could still 
how you know what I'm saying? Because that it, when you're right. away, you're it's away. That's years. why I was. Yeah, I've been impressed. I was impressed with The Rock when The Rock came back with Cena, and that was mm -hmm. a testament to both guys because it's not easy to just come back and you got to train and you're not. It's not like the The Rock wasn't working live events. Cena's not working live events or anything. So you're going from training and in getting in shape, and I'm sure there's some wrestling training in there to like being thrown in that environment. There's going to be people again. So I think it's a good thing to have him involved. Obviously, I just I I do want to see what he's going to be doing though. But. Yeah. Um, Nikki Bella, uh, she revealed this week that her and Artem Chigvintsev, uh, her fiance, who they, they have a baby together, and they are getting married this year during Thanksgiving weekend. So congratulations, congratulations to to Nikki and Artem. Absolutely, no. That's uh, life goes on after after WWE, and she's done well for herself. So, yeah. Uh, the Royal Rumbles this weekend. Uh, any any picks on who wins? No idea. The, the best <laughs> part about the Rumble, though, is always that there are surprises. Yeah. This year, though, it's going to be with no – they got the Thunderdome, but that was always the best part, though, having that crowd reaction, like last year with Edge. Right. You know, that. so it's – I think it's still there to a degree with, with surprises, but it's 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 losing that that fire and energy that we normally for me anyways as a, as watching as a fan that was always one of my favorite things surprises in wrestling I told you are, are my 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 favorite thing so you know, I want to see who who shows up this year yeah oh absolutely um, and a, a couple of NXT stars Damian Priest and Rhea Ripley they're supposed to be coming to the main roster any day now so uh, who knows they might be in there. Definitely an opportunity um, to get them in. That would be a, a spot to get them into the picture. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, man, we're flying by this week. <laughs> uh, so uh, all I got left is ratings. We've you got know, I do. I will say, too, Raj, this is, there was the Rod McMahon deal. Oh, gosh, yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Vince McMahon's uh, brother, Rod McMahon, passing away. Yeah. And, and, and you knew him. Like, uh, I was so actually people have never met him. I communicated with him fairly. I don't want to say like a ton, but pretty regularly because he was he was a buyer of Feed Me More Nutrition, and uh, we would email. I have his number. I told you I met Rod, um, great guy, and my condolences to everybody to the whole Vince, all of them, because that's when you're dealing with death. This is it sucks, and this Rod was uh, he was very health conscious from what I we would talk. It's why he liked the supplements and with the the whole deal, not using the artificial sweeteners or colors, but he, I met him in Houston. Uh, I believe it was a pay-per-view me and Curtis Axel, Ryback Baxel. Uh, it was a four-way tag team match. Uh, I think with Cody and gold dust start and um, Ray Mysterio and maybe I don't know if Big Show and Ray were a tag partners that match, but it was a four-way deal. And I remember I walked in, and uh, he came up to me, and uh, I didn't know Vince had a, a brother. Was it his half brother, or, or were they full brothers? Do you know? I don't know. I thought uh, I thought he was. I thought it was his full brother. I thought I so too. Then someone said it was half, but I go this. They, I mean, they look, look very, very. He looks different, but there's some striking features that are the same. Yeah, and they're only two years apart, so yeah, so probably the full. It has to. I think I because I, they're built like height wise, everything. It was. 
he comes up to me and uh, I thought he was just a, a wrestling fan. And you know, he's just talking and it just, and I don't remember the exact verbiage, but I remember I was, I worked out and he saw me in there working out and I was going to go tan and they had a tanning bed in there. So I wanted to go tan before the show. And he goes, I'm Vincent Man's brother. So now I think in my head that this guy's just full of crap. I go, this is oh, what a whack job this guy is. Like he's saying he's Vince's brother. No idea. And I didn't know his mom it was in Houston as well, which I would meet her later that night, which I've told you. So then he, uh, we exchanged numbers. But I'm looking at him as he's telling me this. And then I could see it in the nose and the face. I go, holy hell, this is Vince's brother. Like he, there was just no way it, it wasn't. And after I like was... And uh, exchanged numbers, and, and there was some, a little bit of text here. And I'd gone a long time without talking to him, and, and he would he would email me, and uh, he was always very complimentary on everything I was doing, and uh, he always told me he was excited for me. He knew I wasn't going back to WWE, and that he goes he goes I can't wait for you to get back. And he was very like just uh, I hadn't heard from him for a while either, and uh, I think we'd win a few months here, and uh, if not, maybe longer. And uh, I didn't know if his now looking at this, I don't know if, if something had turned and it just wasn't, you know, broadcasted or anything. And, but it, it sucks, man. He, uh, Vince, I told you that day at TV, at the, at the pay-per-view, I was in the, the doghouse with Ryan Baxel. That was my punishment period I always joke about. But I, I go to Vince, I see my guy, hey, I met your brother Rod today. And uh, he stopped and he came. He goes, oh, yeah. And we talking. I go, yeah, you guys look a lot alike. I told you, Vince got beat red, just flames coming out. He, we don't look anything alike. And he stormed off. And I just remember thinking, like, what the hell is wrong with you? Like, <laughs> So there was something there with that as far as not wanting to look like your brother. Uh, which and then uh, that later that night, Vince came and got me, came and got me. And he goes, I want you to meet my mom. And then he put me in a room with me and his mom. And she tells me my son's going to live for a very long time. Uh, and she was still playing tennis at the time and she looked great. And I just remember thinking like, this wasn't by accident. They did this. And, uh, but Rod, man, he, he was a really good guy. He wasn't involved in the wrestling business. He would go to the shows and he would, I think sometimes he was a big fan. And, uh, but I think he was in the metal, a uh, metal, the metals, metal right. industry and i think he, he'd done well for himself from from all accounts everything I, i'd heard but man yeah it was that i, I saw that the other night and it, it that got me i go Shh, like I, I knew him right. i knew him a lot better than i knew vince as yeah. far as like and i enjoyed like i i will say i enjoyed talking to him more than i enjoyed talking to vince because i felt like he was a very down-to-earth very like good person and it was, it was an endeavor. I never, he never let the relationship between me and Vince that never affected. We got along and that was that. And I always respect him for that. So rest in peace, Rod. He was, he was a good guy though. For the people that, that obviously he wasn't known in the wrestling community. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's wild. How very few people uh, know that Vince even had a brother. Um, yeah. He was only supposed to be, he was supposed to be a part of that. Vince McMahon angle when his limo blew, blew up and they were going to do a, a funeral on Raw. And then all those plans changed because that was the day when it, they found Chris Benoit. Yeah. And, and, you know, so, um, yeah, that was going to be his his one TV appearance and it never happened. So, but yeah, rest in peace, Rod. And that, that's a great story. That's really cool to hear. 
Yeah, no, I'm glad I got to know him a little bit. And yeah, that's for a lot of guys never even knew him. And it's, so what a good, it's just by coincidence. I wouldn't have known him unless I ran into him at the gym. I would always go to random gyms away from everything because I didn't want to go to the gyms where everyone was at. And like, cause then, because it attracts crowds. So I was always trying to, I wanted to go and train and not be bothered. And like, so I would always find gyms like 20 miles out or 15 miles out and just get up earlier and take the drive. And that day is what I did. And that's where I ran into him at a gold outside of Houston or like not directly near where everything was. And um, yeah, man. So he, he was a good one. Yeah. Um, well, ratings this week, overall, um, SmackDown, SmackDown did great. Um, they, uh, they were the one show that was really, really up this week. They did 2.383 million viewers on Fox. Um, that was up from last week's number, which did 2.26 million viewers. Uh, it was, it was one of their best numbers, not counting with the NFL lead in, in a long time. So, uh, really strong numbers for, for SmackDown. So, Yep. Seems like the, the Roman stuff is working and yeah, it's it's paying off. Roman so stuff is the best working. number so far this year. Yeah, the Roman stuff is working and they gotta they wanna and that should be when you get a good story in wrestling, you wanna you wanna you know they're 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 putting obviously probably the majority of their attention on that. I would say, you know, that you wanna get even more stories going on though. That's what I thought always like in the attitude era, there was guys would be involved. You just got to have storylines going on. Some are going to be good and some are going to be absolute crap. That's pro wrestling. It, but you got to, you, you want to get people involved. And when there's a story and you're invested, like it, it can, re it really, really, really helps. So th and that is, they, they got something with that because you want to tune in and see where they're going to go with it and getting Jay Uso involved regularly. You know, I just, I, I want to see how the story progresses and they, they got something with all of this. So, yeah. Um, impact they did they did good for for what they do they did 186,000 viewers and a 0.05 rating in the 18 to 49 demo now again that's a 0.05 not a 0.5 so just to compare like you know uh, dynamite does about 600 percent better in that demo than what they do but for them it was it was up it was their best number since the kenny omega episode in the 18 to 49 in the overall viewers and it was tied with the january 12th episode in 1849 so um i guess i guess being up is always good right yeah you want you want you'd rather go up as small as, as it is or than go down and yeah. I think too that they've been hurt. We said it last week without having the crowds. It's really the, those empty arena shows are tough to, to yeah. for everyone and all everyone involved. It's not so. It's the like I said, you, you tip your cap to everybody. That's a part of it that keeps it going. And I'm sure though they're they're chomping at the bit to get people back. And uh, because I do think it will. I think all wrestling will see a little, whether it's little or big. I don't know a boost though with with crowds back. Yeah, especially Impact because Impact's brought in some people here that I feel could generate, you know, they get you know crowd reaction. Zach Ryder there, I think I'm really interested to see what what Zach does. He's always been very creative and had that stifled time and time again, obviously with WWE. And um, I do think that this is a with Zach a possibly a shorter term thing with Impact, maybe before going to AEW once the crowd is back. I would like to see guy because I do think he always had good fan support and I've wrestled him enough and, I, and I've been in buildings and seen it like he, there, he, Zach Ryder has an energy to him that just, I think is uh, there's still a lot of um, 
potential with him. So, yeah. Uh, finally, uh, or not finally, uh, we also have AEW and NXT, but first, Raw, uh, this past week, it did 1.82 million viewers. This is the Royal Rumble go-home show, and so it was down from last week's 1.855 million viewers. So, uh, again, this this is kind of the higher-rated part of the WWE's year. Usually they go up during this portion, peak after WrestleMania, and then the draft afterwards, and then they go, you know, go down during the summer, uh, up during SummerSlam time and then back down in the fall to where they do their lowest ratings. So if this is the peak there, I mean, it could be scary later on this year. Yeah. I don't, I don't Was there a bump with having Goldberg on it all with the ratings or no for his, uh, his segment? No, not really. Um, I mean, the first hour uh, still did the best with one point. It was basically 2 million viewers in the first hour, yeah. but then, you know, went down steady from that. Yeah, no, I guess we're again, I do think the thing that will save them if with, we see the numbers, if they, they would kind of just go on a little lower, 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 not where it's usually more, this is kind of the peak viewing uh, time of the year is with the virus and getting crowds back. I think that's going to reverse things to some degree. Ha, it, I, I would certainly think they're hoping so anyways. And if it doesn't, I mean, but at the end of the day, if it doesn't, Raj, I mean, like we said, Vince is making more money than ever. So how mm-hmm. much of a priority is it? I don't know. Right. And, and, and yeah. yeah, it's on USA, who's partners with NBC and WWE is now a part of Peacock. And they are putting a lot of effort into Peacock. So WWE is more important to USA than uh, there probably ever been. I mean, to you NBC. Know, yeah. And, you know, at the end of the day here in with all the social media outlets and, and WWE is good with the things that they do and on, on YouTube and, and all the different outlets is at the end of the day. And this is why I always said, like when it comes down to just solely business of the brand of the logo at the end of the day, as long as these companies are just generating more revenue, I don't think there is as concerned as maybe they should be about things like the ratings and maybe individual performers, as long as, the bottom line is getting bigger and bigger. And then, I mean, it comes a point where you're like, well, eventually, but I think they've created a system that works for the logo. Mm-hmm. And it maybe doesn't work overall for the fan base. But at the end of the day, the, the numbers at the bottom line are there and going up and going up. So I don't know. Right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, at some point, it'd be nice if you worry about your overall popularity, but there's really no incentive right now because they're they're sitting pretty. But that's too. I, I am when we say overall popularity, though. In the times are different with their soul. Like their social media overall is one of the most popular, if I'm not mistaken, right? In all of sports and entertainment. Yeah, but the, I mean, they they do count everybody's social media in that. You know, like they yeah. count John Cena's and everything like your that. individual brand. Right. But they are. They're good on social media. Um, A lot of those accounts are overseas, not U.S., and obviously they don't get paid for it, but it's a good way to promote your stuff. Yeah. No, it's – I agree with you. and like That's why I think with AEW and Impact, too, if you can – Impact has a a longer road ahead, but they're on the right path where I think if you could, you know, generate individual stars – I think it can help even more, which right. I, because if if WWE was allowing talent to do a lot of things outside of the business too, you would th- I, I would think that that would lead 
to more revenue overall. Right. I just, but I don't think Vince, I think Vince with everything uh, and what people don't understand is it's, it's because of how he's treated people, why people leave that. And so, but he, in his head, it's, well, people burn me. People don't burn you. You burn them from the beginning. And so there's this like back and forth. Well, now he just has eliminated a lot of this and keeps people kind of, it's just that I, I, I see what it is and know what it is. And if you choose to work there and be in that, you can make a great living still and do well. But I think if you have uh, dreams and ambition, uh, what's the dreams and, and ambitions of, of going higher that can sometimes be frustrating um, if you're if you're being stifled creatively or, or not allowed opportunities there, and, which is the case for a lot of people. So, right. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, that about covers it. We went through a lot pretty, I'd say a little faster than usual. No, 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 uh, no problems with that at all, Raj. I'm, I'm grateful to, to get to uh, chop it up with you every week. <laughs> Absolutely. It was fun. Anything um, to plug to wrap up? Yeah, keep checking out WrestlingInc.com. We're on a new server. It should be hopefully faster. Um, and, and now with this move, we have a bunch of big stuff that we're planning to come up. Also, we got a bunch of exclusive stuff. Uh, we got exclusive interviews this week with, uh, we got Shaw Guerrero coming up, uh, this past week. We had separate interviews with Connor and Victor of the Ascension, uh, Conan, uh, Rick Bassman, who discovered Sting and the Ultimate Warrior and John Cena. So tons of cool stuff. So keep checking out WrestlingInc.com. Good deal. I'm actually on, I just did Vicky Guerrero's podcast, the Excuse Me podcast. So I would imagine that's coming out uh very soon here as well and final nice. days for everybody uh for feed me more nutrition you can save 20 percent until the end of january here with discount code january 20 and we're giving away we got the free face mask and beanies here with your orders guys and that ends at the end of january here so get your orders in before thank you very much for listening you've just listened to the shooting blanks wrestling report feed me more